Hail Varsity Radio every weekday afternoon from 4 to 6 p.m. Hail Varsity Radio is the best sports talk radio show around, and you'll never go a day without exclusive Husker coverage. On air, online, and on podcast. Chris Schmidt and Elijah Herbal have you covered every weekday, 4 to 6 p.m. with Hail Varsity Radio. You're listening to Hurt at Sports Radio. Now let's find out what Matt Verzal is better at. Telling stories or making pizza. Matt, Matt, Matt. <laughs> Matt's an exceptional young man. Matt Verzal. Happy birthday, Matt. You know, Matt, he's a tremendous athlete. Matt Verzal. <laughs> Come on, Matt, 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 I'm with you. You know, like Matt Verzal, you're one of the sexiest people in the world, but you're not one of the most beautiful. How does that happen? <laughs> Here is Matt Verzal. All right, Matt, thank you very much. We wrap up the week as we always do with our friend, former Husker and owner of Paisan's Pizzeria, Matt Verzal, on the War Horse Sportsbook Hotline. Verz, how are you this morning? Good, boys. How you doing? Well, actually, who's there? Uh, I, oh, I apologize. It's it's me, your friend Robbie Lula. We got Andrew Rogers. And, and then me. We got it's Mike, me. We got I'm Mike Sodder today. as well, apparently. What's up, boys? How we doing? Hey, good. Hey, uh, you don't have uh, you don't have your lunch closed today, do you? Yes. It's oh, closed you're not again. Open you're doing today? something else. If, if Scott is in school, and it's a Friday, chances are we're going to be taking 160 pizzas over there. Mm, well, yeah, well, that's good to know. Trying to get some wings today. <laughs> I mean, it's good to. I'll do. I'll do respect, <laughs> but. That, that's a that's a big ticket, and that's a for sure thing. <laughs> hey, I wouldn't blame you for what, he, for, what he's saying for is shop for that. Mike Sider not as important as Scott. Yes, no. What he's saying Mike's is single order of wings not as important <laughs> as 160 pizzas. <laughs> uh, Verz, there's no comment. He's just right. <laughs> get the dump button ready, Shane, because I'm about to say some stuff. You've been saying stuff all day. You ain't gonna say nothing. <laughs> I know where you work. <laughs> yeah, we, we all do, Sauter. Like in the words of Dion, I'm easy to find. <laughs> yeah, I don't like your chances hey, in that one, Sauter. Are you, are you going to say we faster. coming now? Are you going to are you going to come back nah, with the we coming? Come on, I'm ready. He's about to say we coming right before they go four and eight. Um, <laughs> wow, Vers, what's uh, what's keeping you busy this week? What's what's on your mind? Pizza today. Clearly making 185 <laughs> pizzas Besides today. Besides making a million pizzas for the Scott kids. You know, not a whole bunch. Just getting a – trying to get a – I found a little space to set up a studio. So I'm going to try to start a YouTube channel and put some stuff out there that I've kind of been working on. So Okay. Kind of coordinate some stuff that I need to get going on. And – uh, do a little car shopping. I was down in Oklahoma City hmm. for a friend's 50th birthday party, and evidently Oklahoma City is the capital of two-door Chevy Tahoes, which I love. <laughs> so I found about 25 of them down there, so I think I'm going to head back down there in a couple weeks and go look at a few of those and get one to replace mine or drive mine in the winter and drive the other one in the yeah, cause they, the, the rest of the year. Because they probably don't have four-wheel drive and stuff like that, I'm guessing. No, they got four-wheel drive. They're just they're less rust. 
Oh yeah, got it. There you go. The ones up here, the ones up here get a little rusty. Yeah. Well, especially now. <laughs> yeah, other than that, just got fellows in off-season training and just doing that kind of stuff. Nothing crazy. Verse, so I I went to the game last night, the Nebraska basketball game. Dylan Rayola was there. He gets shown nice. nearly every single game. Um, and so I was when I was driving back, I was listening, like re-listening to his commitment day video. I don't know. I was just kind of in the Dylan Rayola mood, and I couldn't help but take note of how he can't wait to play for this fan base. He loves being a part of the fan base because that, that's just what he was raised on. And I'm like, man, I wonder if Verz had a similar experience when he first came to Nebraska. So I'm going to ask you, did you have a similar thought process of, like, you can't wait to play for this fan base, and how has that fan support impacted your experience both as a player and beyond? There... Uh... So, so, you know, everybody will threaten it and everybody will mention, but what Nebraska fan has been through for the past 20 years and then to still buy tickets and to still want to come and attend, that speaks of itself. I was born into it. So I, I grew up here. But, you know, back then it wasn't as much doubt. If they, if they came and asked you, you were going. You, you were going to give it a shot, which was the opportunity that I got. So now – did that go into a starting role and stardom and all that stuff? No, not from being on the football field. But if you look at my, you know, as good as they are to you when you play is almost as better as they are to you when you get older because my, my life, my livelihood, I know what I am. I'm a neighborhood pizza place that Nebraska fans are going to come in. I'm, we're going to have some conversations. They're going to want to talk about it, and I'll gladly speak to them about it. So they're awesome. It's really cool that that message resonated with him as a young man, like when he was growing up, and that it does mean something to him because I think at times we've gone through a phase of, hey, just come here because it's Nebraska. You'll, it's, it is what it is. They got a load of money. You're going to have whatever you need. If we win, we win. Oh, well. So now you get a kid that's coming in here. I was like, hey, man, this ain't about you. This ain't about me. This is about a state that loves this team. Almost unconditionally loves you. So we got to go hold up our end of the bargain. We got to play. And I think it's something that, you know, people that never played a sport or, or played a, a, at a different level will poo-poo it. But there's got to be a genuine care for where you're at like you have to to give an s about the city about the people about the fans about the university i'm not saying you have to sell out the university totally but it's got to mean something to you so anytime you get lineage kids it's a big deal and to have him come in and he can preach the gospel of of what it was like and then maybe they can go and, and they don't have to try to recreate what it was they can create it their way and he can help do that so that means it means a bunch is there a is there a different kind of pressure though that comes with that? Hundred oh, <laughs> percent. Listen, on the list of people that I would not want, I would be cool to be him, but I wouldn't sign up to do it. He's at the top because he's got to come in now, and he may have to to do you know he may have to lose some friendships because if you got some guys that are they're dead weight, mm-hmm. he's gonna have to call them out. <laughs> and you know it's it ain't the friend business it's show business so 
he he's got a, an immense amount of pressure on him. Now he, I don't think he I don't think it phases him at all because the good part about him how he was born he he's the seed of Dominic Rayola. And there wasn't much in the world that bothered Dominic Rayola except the opponent. So he, <laughs> he, he's, he's built for this. Like he mentally, you're going to see a mentally tough kid. You're going to see a, a guy that, that hopefully has the leadership skills of his father and can do those things that his daddy did. Because if he can do that, that you, you, two or three players change, change the mindset of your team, right? You, you, the, the strength coach can physically change you. The coaches can coach you. Their football isn't different. It's everybody's got different names for the same plays. But can you get a unit together to play as one and to play for each other? And I think he's the guy that can do that. Is it going to happen overnight? No. But can he be the the, the first two steps in it for sure? And then by the time he's a sophomore or he's a junior, sorry. And then hopefully, if you can keep him for his senior year, then you know now you got something. Verz, it seems like he is uniquely aware of the situation like that kind of is one of the things that encourages me the most is I think some guys walk into the situation not necessarily knowing what you're getting yourself into maybe Adrian Martinez might be an example of that not that I have anything against Adrian but obviously didn't have the familiarity with the program and the state that Dylan does it seems like Dylan knows what he's getting himself into and that almost is encouraging that he's embraced that He's lived it though, right? Yeah. So, so you look look at the look at the debacle that we've been through. Mm-hmm. You bring in pro guy who cares nothing about Nebraska, gave zero. I've always said you brought a wine and cheese guy to a beer and brats party mm-hmm. with Callahan. He he was not the guy, mm-hmm. right? Then you go to Polini. Well, Polini, he he got it. He understood it. He just didn't understand the full magnitude of it. Like, why is every move we make scrutinized? And I was like, well, bud, because you are the only show in town. You come from Ohio. You are that guy. But you got the Bucks. You know, you got, you got the Cavs. You got the Browns. You got all this stuff going on. You got, I think, they're the Guardians now. You got all these other things to deal with. We don't. We have you. So... And then the you know grandpa and the other guy, they just didn't tell the story. <laughs> but but let's let's be honest, like they don't they didn't tell it. They didn't they didn't tell what it means. And the one instance I get it, the old guy, probably not his jam. But you know Frost needed to to tell that story, what it means. Like it means a lot to the state. It, it means the it honestly is the psyche of the state. Mm-hmm. And the, and the, you know, the uptight will say, oh, it's stupid, and this, well, you don't live here, like, or, or you don't care, so that I don't care what your opinion is. But it affects the way it goes. They want to be proud of their team. There's nothing wrong with that. So you got to tell that story or have somebody that lived that story to experience it. Mm. And it helps with that. It matters. It really does. Burrs, great stuff this morning. As always, we appreciate your time. Go get those pizzas to those high school kids, and uh, we will talk to you again soon. Just a quick PSA. Yes, sir. If you come to Pizons during a men's basketball game, the sound will not be on <laughs> because the sound was on, and they were down 19, and the sound got turned off, and they won. So. <laughs> okay. No more sound at Pizons. You, you will watch the pictures. You will not hear the commentary. <laughs> Thank you, Burrs. We'll talk to you next week. See you, Verz.
That is the show for today and for the week. Thank you, Mike Sodder. Thank you to all of our guests. Thank you to my guy, Andrew Rogers, hey, as you. well. And Shane Schillerberg hey, over thank you. in his little Snoopy house. Thank That's you, the Shane. week. Enjoy the weekend, everybody. Hail Varsity Radio every weekday afternoon from 4 to 6 p.m. Hail Varsity Radio is the best sports talk radio show around. And you'll never go a day without exclusive Husker coverage. On air, online, and on podcast. Chris Schmidt and Elijah Herbal have you covered. Every weekday, 4 to 6 p.m. with Hail Varsity Radio.